I'm going to begin today with a prayer. This prayer comes out of Ephesians chapter 1. It's not my prayer. This is the prayer of the Apostle Paul. Let's bow. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven, and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the saints and grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know that this love surpasses knowledge that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of Christ. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can grasp or imagine according to his power that is at work within us to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever Amen Amen I'd like you to open your Bibles this morning to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1 and I'll be reading from verse 3 through to the end of verse 14. Praise be to the Lord God and Father uh, sorry, praise be to the to 
the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ for he chose us in him before the sorry before the uh, creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in love he predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his goodness and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and understanding he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure which he purposed in Christ. In him we were also chosen having having been predestined according to the plan of him who works at everything in the conformity and the, with the purpose of his will in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ are 12 I will start with verse 12 in order that we who were the first to put our hope in Christ might be for the praise of his glory Thirteen, and you, also, and you also were included in Christ. When you heard the message of truth, the gospel of your salvation. When you believed, you were marked in him with a seal the promised Holy Spirit who is the deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption 
of those who are in God's possession to the praise of His glory. Amen. Amen. I love reading scripture. In this passage, Paul has a look at God's activity in salvation. And Paul is looking from the perspective of eternity past to eternity future. All of this is necessary and creates a discussion on the mystery of God's will. Paul begins by calling on all who know God to bless him. So he's wanting to bring joy to his heart. By, by praise and worshipping God. When you praise and worship God, it also brings joy to your heart. Amen. The blessed one is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The blessed one is the one who gives the blessings. But we can also give blessings to God. We bless him by praising him. We bless him by fulfilling his will. We bless him by performing ministry. We bless God by going on mission. And God will bless us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Not one blessing. Not even two blessings. Not even five blessings. Not even one hundred blessings. But every spiritual blessing in the heavens in Christ is yours. Those blessings are yours. Today. Right now. Can you see something here of God's heart? Every spiritual blessing. Do we deserve the blessings? Because of the sin that we've committed. But even though we've committed sin. And we've repented for that sin. 
God is so gracious. That he will save us from the punishment of that sin. But even more, he will take us to his house. And even more, he will give us and has given us every spiritual blessing. This is the heart of the God that we serve. Are we grateful to God? Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to talk about three spiritual blessings. In the Old Testament, a faithful and obedient Jew was rewarded with a long life, a large family, Abundant crops uh, uh, and protection from his enemies. You can read all about this in Deuteronomy 28. So that's Old Testament blessing. Now, what about the blessings of Christianity? The blessings of Christianity are spiritual. The blessings of Christianity deal with treasures. Treasures that are invisible. But treasures that will last for eternity. All Every spiritual blessing is in Christ. Christ secured these blessings for us on the cross. If Christ is in you, and you are in Christ, then these blessings are yours. Every, everything that God has for the believer is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many, many religions around the world. And every religion has their believer. And, and every religion has their, their leader. But the only way to heaven is through Christ. Amen. If we want to receive these blessings, we must be united to Christ in faith. When a person becomes born again, God does not see them as condemned. He does not see them as a child of Adam. He sees them as a child of Christ. And we are accepted on that basis.
the believing sinner is not accepted because of what they are in themselves. But because of who they are in Christ. There are two positions for the believer. The first position is what we are in Christ. And the second position is what we practice as Christians. Our practice must line up with our belief. Our position in Christ is perfection. But our practice is imperfect. And that is because of the sin problem. God's desire is that our practice would get better and better and better and become like our position. We will never be perfect until we're in heaven. But we must grow as Christians. We must increase in Christ likeness. This is called the work of sanctification. Okay, I want to draw a parallel between the position and the practice. Hebrews 10 says that believers are perfect. Matthew 5 says believers should be perfect. Romans 6 2 says believers are dead to sin. Romans 6.11 says the believers should reckon themselves dead to sin. The first Peter 2 says believers are a holy nation. First Peter 1 says that believers should be holy. So the one scriptures 
give us instructions. Instructions on Christian behavior. The other scriptures show us how our behavior should become. Now, I want to have a look at the spiritual blessings in the heavenly places which are ours in Christ. In verse 4, we looked at this blessing called election. So this, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. I'm sure you all know the story of creation. In the beginning was the heavens and the earth. And God created everything within six days. But even before the creation of the earth, even before the creation of the earth, God chose you. God chose you. Even before Adam was created, God chose you. And we were chosen in Christ. It is the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ that fulfills the purposes of God. The purpose of the purposes of God will be fully and completely realized when we pass through that pearly gate. The blessings that are ours are to show us who we are in Christ. Now I want to talk about another spiritual blessing. This one is called predestination. It is closely related to that of election. So the blessing of election shows God's choice of people to salvation. But predestination is an advance on this idea. 
It means that God determined ahead of time. All who would be saved. And all who would be adopted into his family as sons. Now I want to talk about this idea of becoming sons. I think Christianity is interesting. The women become sons. And the men become part of the bride. Now, the idea of becoming a son um, how oh, do I put it? Okay. There is a benefit to being the firstborn. Yeah. I'll give you an example. My grandfather had a special gold watch. That watch was then handed to my father. Because he was the firstborn. Now that my father has passed, that watch has been passed to me because I'm the firstborn. And when it's time, and when it's time for me to pass, that watch will be given to my firstborn. The sons and the daughters in the family do not have that privilege. It's a special blessing for the firstborn. When the scriptures say that we become sons. If you study the Greek, it's saying that we become firstborn sons to Christ. Amen. That means whether you're a man or a woman. There is no distinction. Everybody. Every believer. Becomes a first a firstborn son. Let me talk about heirs and co-heirs. Um, an heir are uh, like... Um, yeah. Okay, when, when there's the reading of the will... There is an heir to the estate. In my case, 
My father's estate was uh, divided equally by three. Because there were three children. Now, the Bible talks about heirs and co-heirs. A co-heir is different to an heir. Now we are co-heirs with Christ. We are co-heirs through Christ. Okay. That means that the estate of Christ is not divided by the number of believers. But each believer receives everything. Lakini kila mtu mtangie osa chonde. And that is why Paul is saying we receive every spiritual blessing. Amen. Amen. Okay, I want to talk about the spiritual blessing of grace. God graciously deals with us. God's grace is given to us freely. Um, and we are the ones to receive his grace. The channel of God's grace is Christ. So we must praise God for his grace. I want to give an example of grace. Imagine, uh, imagine you, somebody borrows your wheelbarrow. And when they return it, the handle is broken. Okay. Next week, they borrow the wheelbarrow again. When it comes back, the tire is flat. Next week, you loan the wheelbarrow again. It comes back and there is a hole in it. Now, your grace is only going to go so far. There is 
you are a believer in Christ. And you commit some sin. No ye can I. You repent for that sin. No ye lila non wana is and you receive God's forgiveness. No ye no imanda kweke waninga. A week later, uh too much you commit another sin. And you ask you'll repeat and ask forgiveness. No, 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 Kelila, no, Ketia Wake. And God's grace is good to forgive you. Two months later, the devil whispers in your ear. And and there's a temptation. And you fall. And then you repeat and receive God's And his grace is good to forgive you. Not like the man with the wheelbarrow. Amen. I want to talk about redemption. This is a spiritual blessing. Through the work of Christ, we are freed or we are made free from the bondage and the guilt of sin. And we are introduced to a life of liberty with Christ. The Lord Jesus is the Redeemer. So it is in Christ that we have the redemption. The price for our sin was Christ's blood. Nothing else could pay the price. The blood of bulls and the blood of goats could not atone for the sin. But only the blood of Christ. Why what um what makes the blood of Christ so special? Jesus' mother, Mary, was an earthly lady. Mary was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And so, um, Jesus was part divine and part human. And so that means that when Jesus walked this planet, he was fully divine and fully human at the same time. Because Jesus' dad was the Holy Spirit, his blood has divine qualities. The qualities that are necessary for him to be our redeemer 
kenda atuike anda kama Yesu Kristo yae na ongaike na atuike mutange hivitu and for him to atone for our sin na nikenda amesie na isitu amen amen good teaching ah ni masomo maseo God has given us all wisdom and understanding. This means that God has shared his plans and his purpose to us. God will give you instruction. He'll give you vision, he'll give you dreams. He will outline his purpose to you. Then we must be obedient to carry out his desire. God wants us to have intelligence. He wants us to have insight into his plans. We are about building the church. We're about sowing into the kingdom of God. And no matter what your gifting is. No matter what your calling is. We must all help somebody else get their name in the Lamb's book of life. That's the bottom line. God has made known to us the mystery of his will. This mystery is not a secret. It is not a special revelation. But this is God's glorious plan. And this plan was originated in God's heart. For his good pleasure. And Satan ruined that plan. Na satani ndana anga mubango usu in the garden of eden ah satani ana anga mubango usu mondani wa eden but now we have christ lakini yutu na yesu kristo satan is defeated christ is winning ah satani ni musinde yesu no sinde musinde amen amen So what is God's goal? What is God's aim? His aim is to set Christ up as head over all things. All things heavenly. 
all things earthly and all things in his kingdom kingdoms come and go um, in Australia we belong to the kingdom of Queen Elizabeth II but kings and queens will come and go. But right here and in churches all around the world, there is a different kingdom. This is a kingdom that goes beyond the denomination. This is a kingdom where Christ is the head. And this is the kingdom of God. Rise up people. Take your place in the kingdom. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. We talked about inheritance before. And the Holy Spirit guarantees our inheritance. The Holy Spirit is the deposit. And soon the full amount will be paid. As soon as we receive salvation, the Holy Spirit begins to work in our lives and begins to reveal to us the riches that we have in Christ. In preparing for this mission trip to Kenya, we had to do a lot of fundraising. I did not ask any one man for um, I did not ask any one man for support money. Why would I ask a human being for money when they have limited resources God was the one who asked me to go on this mission then God should be the one to fund the mission God's resources are unlimited I'm not saying God is going to make you a millionaire. But if you're obedient, obedient to him. He will give you the um, he will give you God will give you the resources to fund your mission, the mission that he gives you. I get so many requests on Facebook. 
Give me money for this. Give me money for that. I say my my resources are limited. I tell them to call on God. His resources are infinite. I don't want to be sustained by human beings. I want to be sustained by God. The Holy Spirit is the seal. And He guarantees that we will be kept safe for the inheritance. And he also guarantees that the inheritance will be kept safe for us. We are the beneficiaries of all that is in Christ. Everything that is in Christ is in us. Some people have asked me, Oh, Pastor, pray, pray for me. I need a double portion. I need a double anointing. You can't get double everything. We already, we already have the, those things. So we need to come to God with a different attitude. Did you have to do any work to receive salvation? No, we just accept salvation. Then why should we need to do work for healing? Like, like salvation, healing is already there. Everything we have every spiritual blessing already. You have appropriated your salvation. You need to appropriate your healing. And if you don't know how to do that, you come here today. We've got pastors and bishops that can pray for you. If you want to be anointed of God, if you want your faith increased, if you want to realize your ministry, if you want to be released to do the work of God, then I invite you to the altar tonight. And we will pray. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thanks for listening to a Wattle City Church podcast. If you download the Anchor podcast app and type Wattle City Church into the search engine, you can listen to more and great podcasts from Wattle City Church. Thanks.